Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, my guest is John Pitney, and John is a gold looper who was kind enough in the last few weeks to email me with some checklists that he created for cruising aboard his boat, and I think they're great help for newer boaters or newer loopers to kind of get their feet on the ground and, and get some ideas on how to run things aboard. So I've asked him to join us. Today, we're going to focus on some of those checklists that pertain to radio communications. So before I introduce John, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsor who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. John, thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's a great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we really appreciate you being here. And like I said, when I kind of introduced the topic today, it's great to have some kind of beginning information for some of those loopers who are brand new to boating. So start off, tell us a little bit about your loop experience and your general boating experience. Sure, sure. My wife and I uh, started boating out of the St. Louis area. We actually live in Kansas City. But uh, in 2007, we bought our current boat, uh, Satisfaction. It's a uh, 53-foot uh, Carver Voyager uh, cockpit motor yacht. And uh, really didn't know anything about the loop at that time. Um, we just took some trips up the Mississippi and the Illinois and over to Knoxville and always came back to St. Louis. But uh, eventually we found out about the loop, and uh, I was all excited about it. And my wife uh, came along that way as well. And uh, since I'd have a, had a kind of a lifelong uh, love of being out on the water, uh, having been a nuclear submarine uh, officer for six years of active duty and 22 years of reserve duty in the Navy, I just uh, thought that would be a, an adventure of a lifetime, so we started planning for it. <clears throat> and uh, in 2012, we started on the loop from um, Grafton Harbor near St. Louis and con continued on for two more years and finished up in the fall of 2014. Uh, since that time, we have been down to the Gulf Coast, spent last winter down there, and then came back up uh, the Ten Tom to the Tennessee River and took a trip over to Knoxville. We'd never been that far east on the Tennessee this summer, and just a delightful trip uh, all the way around. And then just recently brought the boat back to Aquayard Harbor on the uh, uh, western side of the Tennessee River, <clears throat> where it's winterized right now. So we... Uh, during the winter months when we weren't doing the loop uh, and before actually we got on the loop, I had thought that uh, it might be a good idea to sit down and try to come up with a, uh, a manual, if you will, or a binder that I could keep with me at the helm that would have <clears throat> a lot of the emergency procedures, uh, things that you have to do under stress sometimes, uh, hopefully that you never have to do them. But uh, if, if you do, it's very handy to have a set of uh, 
ideas and checklists to go through to see if you've covered all the bases in your particular situation. And that's what I've come up with. I tried to distill what I'd collected from uh, websites, from voting magazines, from books, into one or two pages of things that uh, pertain to my vessel and to our uh, collective uh, experience and capabilities. And uh, that's what I have. I, I thought it would be handy for other folks to maybe use this as a starting point and come up with their own list. Um, <clears throat> when, um, if, that's, if that's a possibility, and I think you and I have come up with a way that we might be able to do that on the site. Yeah, I definitely think so, um, I, and I definitely agree. It, there's some uh, very useful information here for other loopers, and one of the things that, John, you pointed out is that these are specific to your boat, um, but you have graciously agreed to share those, um, and we will be compiling them and putting them on the website um, in an editable format so that other members can download those and then make changes so that they pertain directly to their boats. So, um you mentioned your military service, and thank you for that. We, we appreciate your service. But you also mentioned, I think, in one of our previous discussions, that that's kind of what led you to these checklists, having a, a procedure in front of you. Um, so that's extremely helpful. And, and, again, thank you for sharing those. Today we wanted to focus on some of the um, emergency radio communications or um, danger situation communications. So um, let's start first with um, Securite, which I think people don't use very frequently, even though perhaps they should be. So um, start with what that is and when you might use it. Sure, sure. So the Securite safety signal is a marine VHF signal that, uh, as you say, is not used often enough, but you frequently hear it uh, cruising the ICW. Uh, not too much on the inland waters, but uh, certainly is something you ought to be aware of. And it's simply used to alert others uh, to information concerning navigation safety or important weather information or any other serious problems that you feel might affect other boaters and everybody should know about. Normally, it's the Coast Guard or commercial vessels that use it, but it's certainly available to pleasure craft as well and ought to be in everybody's uh, quiver of arrows, if you will, uh, to use. Um, in terms of how you use it, um, you may want to start actually, if you have a situation, you may want to start by trying to contact the Coast Guard initially on channel 16 and see if they agree that it's something that needs to be transmitted out and if it is that they will put out a security over their network which will be heard by many more votes than uh, just from your your own radio uh, if you're not able to get them uh, contacted <clears throat> then you should put it out yourself and certainly the way to do that is on your vhf radio you normally on channel 16 um, you know, what you would first do is make sure you're set to 16 and then uh, make sure your radio's in high power. Uh, make sure your antennas are up. Um, make sure your volume and your squelch is set properly. <clears throat> and then go ahead and um, speak distinctly and slowly, as uh, unexcited as you can be, and say, Securite, 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 all stations, this is Motor Vessel Satisfaction, which is the name of our boat. And then uh, either state what your problem is or uh, say listen on channel 68 or 72 or some other 
off-channel if it's uh, not a emergency type situation. Um, once you're done with that particular transmission, um, you can switch your VHF receiver to the working channel that you announced. And then once again, slowly say, Securite, 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 all stations, this is motor vessel satisfaction. State your message, something like there's a submerged red buoy, uh, mid-channel just upstream of, of the Illinois Junction or something like that, uh, satisfaction out. So it's very straightforward, and I put those words down on papers just in case, um, you know, you forget what to say. You can actually go and read it on the checklist, so that's another reason for having the checklist. Mm -hmm. uh, you could use – go ahead. Uh, no, I, I... – that was a great example of when to use it. I know you've also, um, your checklist has some other examples, um, like you have entering a rough inlet um, or serious mechanical problems. So, to, you know, give us some some additional examples. You even have discourteous boaters on here. Um, so share sure. a little bit more about when you've used this or, or where you see it perhaps not being used enough. Right. <clears throat> well, um in my checklist, I put some examples of different situations, and certainly one would be if you're running a, a rough inlet coming into the inlet, and you will not be very maneuverable while you're inside the restricted waters, it's a good idea to put out a security notice uh, saying, this is motor vessel satisfaction entering Jones Inlet. I'm restricted in my ability to move, uh, maneuver, please stand clear or contact me on channel 16 if you have questions. Uh, you put that out and perhaps it'll keep uh, two boats from trying to be at the same spot at the same time, which is, of course, not a good thing. Uh -huh. um, if you have a serious mechanical problem and you're dead in the water, it's a good idea to put out a security and let people know where you are. Uh, restricted visibility, same thing. Uh, Go ahead and put out the security notice. Uh, this is motor vessel satisfaction. Traveling easterly uh, direction on course uh, 090 in uh, zero visibility at four knots. Uh, uh, give any additional details for location. Uh, my destination is uh, Aquayot Harbor, whatever. Uh, standing by for any concerned vessels on channel 13 and 16. Then, of course, turn to 13 and 16 or the other channel that you mentioned and repeat that particular transmission. A uh, very good idea to do that and uh, probably one that would be used more likely than any others here is in restricted visibility situations. One that I have thought about using from time to time and I haven't quite uh, got to use it yet is for discourteous boaters. It would go something like this. Security, security, security. This is motor vessel satisfaction traveling uh, east on uh, XYZ Canal. This is a warning for all vessels traveling in this location. A go fast boat uh, express cruiser by the name of Go Fast is traveling in this direction at a higher rate of speed, dangerously close to other vessels causing potential harm to vessels and crews in the area. All vessels in this area should be on the lookout for vessel go fast. And uh, if nothing else, if you put that kind of a warning out, um, it's certainly going to get the attention of the 
uh, discourteous voter, and perhaps they'll uh, mend their ways and slow down or whatever it is the problem that they're they're causing. Um, right. Other places, sharing weather information. Uh, if you're towing another vessel in distress, you're approaching a blind bend, good time to do it. Or if you're aground, you ought to be putting out the security signal about every 15 or 20 minutes. Okay. So those are the Let's main move. areas. And that, that's extremely helpful. Um, let's move on to the PONPON procedure. Um, how does that, first of all, differ from Securite, um, and when would you use this as opposed to a Securite? Right. PONPON is an urgent message, but it's not life-threatening. In other words, we're getting up here more to uh, an emergency situation that directly affects your boat. Um, you require the assistance of another vessel, uh, but the danger is not life-threatening at this point. Uh, it is a, a, a situation of urgency. You have a very urgent message regarding the safety of your vessel or safety of people aboard your vessel. You can also use uh, a term called medico, M-E-D-I-C-O, and that is a uh, key phrase, a uh, key word to the Coast Guard. That means that you require medical advice. And um, I've never heard that used, but I did find that in a publication that says that uh, Coast Guard is, is uh, set up to recognize that as somebody who needs medical advice. Um, certainly in a pan-pan situation, you want everybody in life jackets if it's warranted something uh, going on with the boat that might... Uh, cause problems uh, with its seaworthiness. Once again, set up your radio for channel 16 and uh, clearly say pon, 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 pon. All stations, this is motor vessel satisfaction, satisfaction, satisfaction. Give your position. The uh, best possible way, I think, uh, if you still have equipment functioning at your helm station, particularly your chart plotter, is to look in the corner of the chart plotter and you should see displayed there your latitude and longitude of your current position. Uh, you would read that out loud and you should know how to read latitude and longitude over the radio. For instance, north, 48 degrees, 23 minutes, 43.3 seconds, and west, that's north latitude and west longitude, 123 degrees, 13 minutes, 29.8 seconds. So that is all written out in this checklist, so you don't have to memorize what you have. And this is particularly important, I think, for perhaps the spouses, uh, the, uh, the folks who are riding along with you to have this information available in case something happens to the captain, they pass out or whatever, and they need to know how to send out one of these urgent messages. Once you've say, stated the initial pon pon, you go ahead on with your description of the emergency. We have a medical emergency, et cetera. Uh, we require assistance uh, of this particular kind. On board, we have four adults and two children. And then describe the boat that you're in so it's more easily identified, such as uh, this is a 53-foot cockpit motor yacht with a white hull and a black trim. Um, I will be listening on channel 16, pon, 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 this is satisfaction, over. At that point, you're listening for someone to reply to you, 
make sure your radio volume and squelch are, are adjusted properly. Listen for 10 seconds. If no reply is heard, then try it again. Repeat the call. Uh, it's important that if you put out a pom-pom or a mayday call and the situation changes so that it is no longer an urgent situation, that you cancel it. And there's a procedure also in our checklist to cancel the call. You simply say, pon pon, pon pon, pon pon, hello all stations, hello all stations, this is motor vessel satisfaction. The time is 1830, for instance, uh, cancel pon pon, this is satisfaction out. Um, all those words are spelled out in an easy to read format and um, this one shouldn't require too much customization, but uh, you ought to take a look at it anyway. Right. Oh, that's perfect. Um, we appreciate that information on the pon-pon uh, -pon for um, non-life-threatening urgent messages and the Securite for other um, important messages. We're going to take a short break and listen to an ad from one of our sponsors. When we come back, we are going to move on to the Mayday emergency radio procedure, um, both how to send that message um, how to transmit that Mayday call, but also how to respond to them, which I think is, is equally important because voters are certainly about helping others that are out there. So we'll be back in just a moment. What makes Pantaneous America's yacht insurance special? Pantaneous America provides coverage and flexibility without any hidden or implied warranties. Licensed in all 50 states, Pantaneous America offers unparalleled service to our international network of offices. Pantaneous America allows for extremely liberal navigational limits. Pantaneous America's experienced worldwide claim staff is there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. With no deductible for fire, lightning, and total loss claims, Pantaneous America is always by your side. Call or visit us today and ask about our special offers for Great Loop Cruisers, 914-381-2066. Pantaneous America is a proud commander sponsor of AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guest today is Gold Looper John Pitney, who has written um, basically a procedures manual that he uses for his boat, um, particularly in high-stress situations. These can be very helpful if you've got what to do written out. It's also helpful to practice these, and if you've gotten written got these instructions written out, it makes it much easier. So um, we've been through Securite and Pon Pon. Let's shift. We've got about 10 minutes left. Let's talk about uh, Mayday and when you should use that distress call. Okay, very good. Uh, Mayday, of course, is the emergency radio procedure that uh, we all have heard of. Um, it's, it's to be used in only grave and imminent danger to life or property. Um, this is a situation where you're about to lose the boat or someone on board is, has a life-threatening injury, uh, a life-threatening medical condition, and you try to not use it unless you meet those conditions, obviously. Um, there are two basic ways to transmit a May Day, and most everybody, I think for the past 10 or 12 years, almost all marine VHF radios have had the ability to transmit an automated Mayday call. It's, it's called an automated DSC distress call or Mayday call. DSC stands for uh, Digital Selective Calling. And most modern radios have this feature built in. However, it's not just simply a matter of installing the radio in your panel and turning it on. 
you have to have an MS, MMSI number assigned to it, and uh, there's a whole bunch of articles on the um, forum that describe how to get those numbers as properly assigned. Uh, you also have to have a source of GPS location information that the radio can use in order to send out, uh, automatically send out your own ship's name and location. So if you have those set up, you can use that big red button on your radio that says distress to send an automated uh, DSC call. And it's a good idea to do this because um, uh, the Coast Guard listening stations are set up to, uh, to listen for these calls and uh, automatically respond to them as our other pleasure craft uh, that have the DSC system set up on their boat. So certainly you want to make sure everyone is in life jackets if it's a situation concerning the seaworthiness of the boat. Uh, make sure that your chart plotter is turned on and uh, working properly. Uh, flip up the red cover of your distress button on your radio and press it. I'm just describing the situation for a Horizon VHF radio. Um, other radios might have a little different uh, style or buttons to push, and this is where you should customize this procedure for your particular equipment. But on Horizon, which is a radio uh, brand that many people use, you press this button once. It brings up a submenu that says what's the nature of your particular distress. Is it fire, flooding, collision, whatever? You select the proper uh, choice and then depress the button again, this time for five seconds. The radio will then automatically send a mayday call via the DSC system that will contain your boat's name and position. Uh, it will do this automatically on channels 16 and 70 and wait for a response. Um, if the acknowledgement is received, an alarm will sound on your radio. And if you ever heard the DSC alarm go off on your radio, it, it's very loud. It sounds like, uh, oh, gee, it, uh, a loud buzzer in an industrial plant or something. It, it's very obvious something's not uh, normal. <laughs> so you would switch to channel 16 if it's not automatic, automatically selected and tell the responder uh, of the situation that you have. Um, if you have no automatic acknowledgement, the VHF radio will automatically repeat the distress call every four minutes. So it's a good way to send one out if you have that ability. Um, <clears throat> you can turn it off using the radio as well. Um, there are different ways of doing that. You have to read your radio's instructions. And to cancel an automatic distress call, please uh, just press the cancel soft key and then press the yes soft key. Now, that's how you would do it on a Verizon radio. If you don't have your radio set up for automatic DSC calls, you want to transmit a manual mayday call. Once again, you would do this on channel 16. Make sure your antennas are up, you're on full power on your radio, and very distinctly, slowly, and calmly say, Mayday, 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 this is motor vessel satisfaction, 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 mayday, satisfaction. Then repeat that entire phrase once again. Once again, tell them your position. Our position is uh, north latitude 48 degrees, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
we have uh, a situation where we're taking on water and are unsure of the seaworthiness of the boat or whatever your situation might be. We require uh, immediate rescue. We require medical service, medical attention, whatever your requirements are. Tell them how many folks are on board, the number of adults, the number of children, and any uh, description of the boat that you can provide. Satisfaction is a 53-foot cockpit motor yacht with a white hull, et cetera. Um, also, if any particular equipment on board that might help in the situation, if you have a life raft, if you have an AED aboard, you might want to mention this if it's uh, germane to the uh, problem. Uh, I will be listening on Channel 16. And once all this information is out, you turn to Channel 16 and listen. Listen for 10 seconds. If nothing is heard, try again. Repeat the entire Mayday call once again. If still no answer, what you can do is try to go and use your radio to find another channel that is currently being used. You can hear traffic on that channel and try to break into that channel with your Mayday call. Other channels to use would be channel 6, 22A, and 72. Those are various uh, intership safety channels, uh, Coast Guard liaison channels. Uh, they should be monitored as well. In order to cancel a Mayday call, uh, if you got someone to um, acknowledge it, whether or not it was acknowledged, you need to cancel it, okay? If it was acknowledged by the Coast Guard, simply call them up and tell them in a non-emergency way that uh, your emergency has been canceled. If it was not acknowledged, then cancel it in the format that we canceled the pon-pon earlier in the discussion. Um, it's very important to do that because uh, a mayday call out there, I've heard uh, on the waterway before somebody heard a mayday, the Coast Guard heard, and they try and try and try to find the the vessel that uh, is putting out the mayday and just are not successful. And it, it's very disruptive on the radio and, and for a lot of people trying to be concerned about other folks' well-being. Right. And, and <clears throat> talking about responding to other folks' well-being, um, let's talk about responding to a mayday call because I think loopers are, are potentially more likely to be in that situation than actually having to issue their own. Um, so what, and there's some great guidelines in this checklist. So how do we appropriately respond to a mayday call if we hear one? Sure. Yeah, I think the first thing is to don't initially hop on channel 16 and try to respond directly first time you hear the call. Uh, I would say probably let one or two calls go by before you respond. That way you're giving the giving the Coast Guard or anybody who might be closer to the vessel in distress, you're giving them time to uh, answer without uh, clogging up the airways. If, however, after the second Mayday call, you don't hear anybody responding to them, then certainly by all means go ahead and respond. Um, you can just call them back and say, uh, vessel in distress, it's probably the best way to refer to them you want to be careful about using the term mayday if you are not the vessel in distress because it can cause cause severe confusion over the radio. So refer to them by their boat name or vessel in distress and ask and acknowledge to them what it is that um, you heard them say about their particular situation, what help that they need, 
tell them uh, how far away you are and your estimated time of arrival if it's going to be possible for you to go to help them out. Um, while you're listening to the May Day call, you also want to try to get somebody to uh, record in your log the time you heard the call, um, uh, anything that you heard in the call itself, what the information was, and um, your position. It's very important to put that into your own ship's log. Um, once you've gotten in touch with them, you understand uh, what their situation is, give them certainly your vessel name, um, and uh, tell them how you might be able to help. Um, you should also try to relay the message to the Coast Guard to another vessel that might be closer to them than you are. Uh, Coast Guard Station, this is Motor Vessel Satisfaction. I have a vessel on Channel 16 at uh, such such location the states that he is on fire my location is such and such and make sure the coast guard gets that message and you can help in uh, relaying the uh, mayday call um, if you are not involved in either being a relay station or a responding rescuer station then stay off of channel 16. It, it's uh, very important to keep that channel open at all times if possible to uh, to uh, make sure that the Coast Guard can, can use the channel. There's something that you might hear if you're out in the ocean from once in a while, that's a term called silence fine. And um, <laughs> I think it's French, but uh, that is a term that sometimes the Coast Guard will use to say that uh, they are done using channel 16 for emergency con uh, communications and that you can go ahead and talk on it again. Um, if the vessel in distress does not have a radio capability, you may use a pon-pon on their behalf, but only the, the, the uh, distressed vessel may issue a mayday over the radio. So make sure you keep that in mind. If you start using the term mayday, it's going to be very confusing if you're not the vessel in distress. Right. So that's kind of all the things that I had in these three checklists. Um, not that they're entirely complete. But uh, other folks are more than welcome to use them and flesh them out for their own purposes if they want. And, of course, we have others as well that uh, uh, they may, may, may find uh, very useful. Yes, and uh, we appreciate, John, you joining us and you sharing all of this information. Uh, we will finalize the details on getting these checklists out into the documents area on the website. Uh, again, uh, most helpful to other loopers is going to be in in editable format rather than a PDF or something like that so that you can customize these um, you know as John said there were instructions very specific to his equipment and then you can customize it to your equipment and have the step-by-step -step instructions so that if as captain you're not available to make these radio calls someone else can pick up that that checklist and do it for you so John again thank you so much for sharing this we appreciate you joining us my pleasure Kim thank you very much and to our listeners, we appreciate you joining us as well. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. <laughs>